family and welcome to 2024 season two of creative footnotes <laughs> i am overjoyed that i have stuck with this for over a year and now being in the wonderful vibrant incredible city of atlanta i have so many amazing opportunities and people to interview this year and kicking that off is a beautiful soul that I met through networking and her name is Lala Luna. Born in the vibrant city of Cali, Colombia, singer, songwriter, and actress Lala offers a unique, whimsical touch to the country pop music scene. From an early age, Luna felt drawn to creating music. While she loved growing up in Cali, her big dreams inspired her family to pack up and move to the U.S. when she was 12. There was a greater purpose. Influenced by Colombian artists like Shakira and Juanes, alongside American artists like Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, and Kelsey Ballerini, Luna's unique blend of country, pop, and Latin inspiration has created within her a distinct sound that she is fearlessly introducing into the diverse world of country pop. She is self-taught, self-motivated, and excited to create a community of fans that value authenticity, create freedom of expression, and dance barefoot in grassy fields. Her genuine personality coupled with her knack for writing catchy hooks create a memorable performance every time. I can speak to this. I've been to one. She has graced the state at the reputable Eddie's Attic, performed at various festivals, and appeared on podcasts and radio shows, always captivating her fans with her raw talent, heartfelt expression, and relatable lyricism that transcends genres and borders. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Miss Lala. Hello. Hey, Thank how's you so it much going? For having me. Oh, I'm so excited to finally have you here on the show. I'm so lucky that my creative jobs and hobbies let me talk to awesome people. Yes, yeah, same, same. <laughs> um, same tell me about your new year. Like, how and how did that go for you? Oh, my goodness. So I spent my new year in Tennessee and Nashville, and it was amazing, honestly. Like, um, we went to a concert, and my family actually is not very much concert people, but um, I weaved my way through, and I saw Lainey Wilson live, and I was, like, re-inspired to perform and get mm. out there. and That's and, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and dance on So it was you and your family? Groovy. Huh? It was you and your family that yeah, went to the concert? Yeah, it was me and my family that went to the concert, um, and it was, it was a great time. Were you all in Nashville? Like, do you all live do they all live in nashville or did you all meet up there from different places we we all met up there yeah we don't we don't all live in nashville and i travel uh to nashville back and forth um throughout the year so yeah and, and it was actually my mom's idea she was like maybe we should go to nashville and spend new year's there and i was like really okay yeah i'm down <laughs> that's super cool i love a family trip mm -hmm. um you guys celebrate christmas we do celebrate christmas nice yeah. um what what is your like new year goal since I feel like something on my mind, a lot of people's minds is just what are we working toward? Yeah. So there's a lot to look forward to in this uh, new year. 
for me. Um, I have a couple music videos coming out that I'm super excited about. I've Ooh. just been, you know, um, tell honestly, me about that. Is that a solo venture or have you teamed up with other people? So it's, it's a little bit of both. Um, so I took it upon myself to write the, the music, both of the music videos, which actually there was no writing involved. I didn't know how to do a music video. I just thought, okay, well, let's just try and figure out like how to record this. And I got a couple of friends and family and we've been doing it actually on my iPhone and it it looks out, it looks so good actually. Like, yeah. We've gotten so lucky with having either the right lighting at the right moment or just like the right scenery at the right place, like being just at at the right place at the right time. And Mm -hmm. it's been so serendipitous. And I'm like, wow, like I, I didn't think it was going to turn out this good, but, um, (laughs) but like, I'm so happy that it did. And like, all of it is like shot in my iPhone with like my mom and like, honestly, yeah. My music video for Sanity, that one's coming out soon. I had to reshoot that one. There was, like, a lot of drama going on behind the scenes in regards to that uh, video um, because um, it was, it was, most of it was shot before, but then um, the actor that I had, um, yeah, we, I I just can't use those scenes anymore. So I had to go back and and reshoot them. Um, But honestly, they they are so much more on theme. Unfortunately, like like creative differences are part of the process. And like you learn from those times, you know, it's, it's like something that it's always going to happen in an industry of people and people with different ideas and interpersonal relationships. I mean, especially in the music industry, right? I mean, it's like tale as old as time. I mean, look at Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah, my mistake with this one was actually having my ex-boyfriend be my actor, so. Mm. Um, hey, you know what? Yeah. It happens. But it happens, right? Because the place of inspiration. No, it totally comes was. from emotion and places of our life. And like, you know, I have old work that has my ex in it that I still think are really strong portfolio pieces. Because like, you know, I was in love and I was taking pictures of this person and they're still beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I'm a little jaded, right? I'm like, <laughs> right. So I'll make new work. <laughs> right, right. But it happens. It's part of the process. That's cool. And I think when I was like little, not little, I would say like middle school, high school, I would like listen to music when I would walk to high school because I lived close and I would always envision the music videos that I would make out to the songs like as I was walking you know it was always like really dramatic too like I would like drag my fingers along like the fence you know (laughs) I'd be like what if it was raining right now you know that kind of stuff um but I always thought like you know (sighs) I think it's so cool that music videos are still a thing because it's it is an art piece Mm -hmm. right because who are they making it for you're not making money off of it unless you're like have a million followers on youtube and they're it's being streamed a billion times right right and people even mainstream artists are pouring lots of money and time into these things right thousands of dollars because it's the visual component of their art yeah right so like they want to show people more so it's not like oh how can i rake in more cash it's like this is a passion piece yeah no it totally is it totally is and what's interesting now with uh, social media is that, like, um, even though music videos are still very much a thing, I think people are realizing how short-form content, like, short music videos are becoming more of an important thing to have. So it's, like, instead of having one idea for one song, now you can have, like... 20. Yeah, like, or, like, yeah, like, 10 ideas of how can I communicate, like, this one message, like, 20 different ways and, like, 20 different outfits and, like, different locations, like, to have, 
to, to use it more also as a marketing because honestly music videos were made at first to market mm-hmm. um obviously it's great to have the visual component of it and i i love that i think before music videos were a thing they you mostly relied on like live performances of the mm-hmm. audience uh, yeah of the artists doing that but how um, has it been i know that I don't know if you ever like attempted making a music video before or like years mm-hmm. prior in your life, but do you find that social media, cause I know you are online a lot. Like you're very good at making content. That's something I've been telling myself a lot because I've been laughing <laughs> whenever I'm doing something and I'm like, everything is content. Like people say that a lot, but like, actually it's true, no, it's so true. especially from an artistic perspective. And so I feel like you're on top of that, but do you feel like it was an adjustment in the thought process of like creation of like making things like so to answer your first question I had like I remember when I was like still living in Colombia me and my friends um would get together and like make up dances to songs just (laughs) for no reason so like I guess you could consider that like us making kind of a music video or um there was one time where, like, I did have my friend, like, come over to make a full-on, like, I, 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 I definitely know it was, like, a Miley Cyrus song that I just made yeah. the entire music video to. And, like, she did, like, I think it was, like, Naturally by Selena Gomez or oh, something wonderful. like that. <laughs> and we just, like, went around my house and, like, recorded different clips of, like, us singing and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely been been doing the most since the younger days. Um, but in regards to social media, I think for me, it has been a little bit of a shift because, I mean, I used to model before. And so um, I think it was easier for me to, like, be creative with someone else um, and then just, like, post the pictures up and, like, not really think about it too much. Mm-hmm. But then when it came down to, like, okay, now it's about my music and this this involves, like, video, audio, um and like what do I want to say and like it, it, it becomes more of a like overall theme and message that I've, I've been having to think about more and and I think sometimes like as an artist myself like I just revolt against my own rules I just like oh I don't like rules like you know and then yeah. I just like randomly post something that I had in like my camera roll from two years ago and I was like okay like I didn't want to think about it too much because like I hate like feeling restrained but then at the same time I know that like structure and 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 consistency of message is important especially as an Mm -hmm. as an as an artist and it's such a struggle because I feel you I think I I went back and forth with in a different context context my teacher about my website design Mm -hmm. like there are industry-ish standards ways that things should look especially from a user perspective that are just like easier to use easy to navigate things like that because you want people to stay on your website and the amount of time people stay on a website is just atrocious I don't know the number off the top of my head but it's it's the most impactful artists they were breaking rules right and they Mm -hmm. were just doing it until they were so good at doing it but it's because it's what they wanted to do but you do have to follow some sort of normalcy i don't know if that's really the right word but like to be accepted in society right because you can't be totally outcast to get your message across Mm -hmm. (laughs) you have to be somewhat ingrained but then also doing your own thing so it's a really hard thing to navigate in the creative space totally totally it's like like 
um, a good example from what you just said is like a lot of artists post a lot of car videos where they they're like, oh, I wrote the song about this person and and then they play the song in the car. Mm. And so there's like a tendency to want to do that, too. Um, but then there's also like, no, I want to be like, I, I don't, I don't want to be like the car person as well. Like I want right. to like break out from it, but also creating your own version of trends. That's such a struggle with social media. Yeah. But so I would counter that with, well, where would you, where would you actually play a song? Well, see, cause I was, I was about to say like, it, it is not a bad idea to do it in the car too, because like, I mean, first of all, the videos do work. Like you see a lot of people have a lot of success with their car videos, but where else would I do it? I mean, honestly, it depends on what the song is calling for. I, that's something that I've been working a lot in behind the scenes has just been like, okay, with this song, like I'm in this location right now, what song would fit this location the best? And then mm. that's the one that I record like at the moment. And I really try and make sure to implement, um, what I'm doing already in my daily life and seeing like how I can make a piece of content out of it and still make it entertaining. Like I think I have in my camera roll, one of them where I was like, um, roller, roller, roller blading <laughs> around, um, in, in Florida. And I was like, you know what, like this, this is kind of a great time to, for me to just, you know, turn my camera around and start recording, um, a little snippet of my song. Oh. Yeah, and then understanding that, like, okay, how could I make this even more entertaining to watch? Like, not just about the song, but, like, how can I step it up even more? Like, should I should I ask a person what their thoughts about uh, are about my song? Like, I've seen someone ask people if he can serenade them. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're ballsy enough to do that. I, w- I would be ballsy enough to do that. I so. would walk around and record you singing to people. Really? Totally. Girl, let's we need to get together and do that. Yeah, let's yeah. hit the streets. Even on the Marta or something. Yeah, yeah. And on the Marta. <laughs> can oh you imagine? <laughs> okay, that'll probably annoy people, but, um, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm so down for that. Um, that would be so funny. Sparkle family, I am so excited to introduce something new this year, part of the podcast. For my art history nerds out there, if you're like me, on this day in art history as a segment I'll be implementing, really short, few minutes long, where I just talk about on this day in art history, what was going on. Now for the start I don't have actually a specific date, but around this time in 1947, Jackson Pollux, an abstract expressionist, implemented and developed to the mainstream, I suppose, the drip technique. It was inspired largely by his predecessors in Europe, taking inspiration from surrealism and other forms of abstract expression with people like Kandinsky experimenting with the lack of form entirely or representation of reality. What's interesting about this style is that it's even more loose than abstractionism. There's no, because of the the way he does the technique, the movements, the shapes, the way the paint is applied to the canvas is free. To elaborate slightly, 
drip painting is done generally with sporadic movements of either a person or a mounted paint can on a, a string or hanging. Um, I'm trying to create a visual for you guys here. Um, but essentially, the movement of the paint can above the canvas would create the abstract shapes. Um, so one way he would also go about doing this is putting his canvas on the floor, which is something he would do often, and just pour paint onto the canvas. Um, it creates drops lines of various weights and there is a little bit of debate debate within the industry or the art world um, of it being called a drip technique but for short ter term segment research purposes we're just going to call it that um, but I encourage you all to look a little bit into his work and the way that this style can be done and see if anything happens to jump out to you. I will actually be posting some story posts and some posts on the Instagram at Creative Footnotes of his work if you're interested in seeing it. So tell me, what have you always considered yourself a songwriter or when did that come to you in your life that that's what you were? You know, um, that's been a question that I've asked myself quite a bit because um, I'm like, when is the, like the earliest memory of me like thinking about like writing a song? And I remember, like, I was probably around like five years old or something, just like getting being sad, probably about a boy <laughs> or something, or like maybe having a fight with my sister, and then yeah. just like going outside being by myself and just like starting to sing my feelings out loud and like I guess that's like really the start of songwriting right like mm -hmm. there's nothing diff really different that I do from then now like usually if I'm sad or I'm having like a strong emotion I start like not like a lot of like the song starts playing in my head first or sometimes I just like I allow myself to just like speak and it comes out in song I'm like wait that was a great idea and then I like write it down so I guess that was like the first time I really did it then um the memories from then that I remember is like I I remember really loving songs like we were talking like TikTok by Kesha right and then like I'm <laughs> like okay Kesha. I'm gonna go wake up my sister um and so I would find creative ways of doing that for some reason I would just be like let me rewrite TikTok by Kesha and then go wake my sister up with that song um, and there's also, like, another time when I was really young where, like, I just got, like, this um, impulse to, to record a voice memo, uh, like, my mom's ringtone for me. I was like, oh, my God, I can, I can, I can, my voice can be your ringtone. That's so cool. And I just, like, pressed record and I, like, sang, like, an entire song. Um, like, <laughs> That's so like, cute. Mami, contesta el teléfono. <laughs> like I, and then and then she kept it like that. So every time um, her phone would ring, it would just be like seven year old Lala like singing on her phone <laughs> to answer her phone. That's awesome! Oh my yeah. gosh. 
Wow, that's so funny you bring up a ringtone because the other day I was fighting for my life trying to make the Peter Pan flute sound my ringtone. And I just like couldn't find it on the iTunes store anywhere. And I was like, how do you, can you even record it? ringtone anymore yeah yeah you can you can actually go garage band on your phone and you can export a ringtone i'm gonna have to find that file and get it that was just a random side note but it's just funny you brought it up because i really went down that rabbit hole the other day i was like that was a thing people would find when i had my little you know slidey phone with the keyboard (laughs) do you remember that stupid video of the horse with two legs and Maybe. it was like I it was so stupid and it was like that just on a loop and it was like it was so stupid but it was so silly and it was like middle school high school probably high school time and I recorded that on YouTube and made that my ringtone it was so obnoxious it only lasted like three days because it was obnoxious but like that was just such a fun time anyways um that's cool that's cool that you had that recognition because I feel like sometimes it takes some time, which isn't a problem, you yeah. know, but I think it can benefit us to recognize what we like and what we naturally can do, you yeah. know, and build upon those skills. Yeah. Even though like I had an inclination to start just like singing my thoughts from a, a very early age, it wasn't until I moved to the United States that, um, I started playing on the guitar and I uh, I started playing other people's songs first and then but I always knew that I wanted to, to write my to own to make your own mm-hmm. yeah I always knew that and then I um it was when I moved to the US it was during a period of time where honestly like my self confidence was like so low and like I I almost like didn't feel like I could write songs at that point but I still tried like I and I still did like I didn't write full songs but like I would write like a verse and a chorus and um or like I always journaled so I I I try to like write some poetry here and there mm-hmm. um and it wasn't until I was like 16 that I wrote like my first full 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 song that I like I was like okay this is absolutely done mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah yeah uh which yeah it was it, it it was interesting for me because I was like there was a lot of feelings about that I was like really really happy that I had but then at the same time I was like I should have done this earlier you know what I'm saying like always did like you, that duality did you try and record the songs like on your computer at the time um did I try to record the song on my computer I there um I I I opened up GarageBand and did like I tried to start recording covers first before mm. <laughs> I started recording my own songs um yeah no I think voice memos has been kind of like the way that I've I've been I've been existing for for forever so. that's awesome that's cool I would uh when I would have song ideas growing up I would write songs too but I would like I would have these grandiose ideas that I was going to be like a pop star, right? Mm-hmm. And I would write, like, I'd make a whole album. Like, I'd write the name of the album, and I would, like, write all the song names. And then I would write, like, one song. And then I would just, like, move on with my really? life. Really? <laughs> I would be, like, really... I, I've always kind of done that, though. And so now as an adult, I can, like, hone that in. You know, like, I'll have ideas, and I'll want to do stuff, and I'll, like, half do it. Mm-hmm. So that's been part of my learning journey as an adult, for sure. Yeah. Um, even, like, playing flute. Like, I did it in fifth grade. 
And then I just kind of, even towards the end of the fifth grade, I was like, I was over it, you know, because it just took a lot of practice and repetition to get good at it. Like a lot of things just do. Um, and I just didn't, I guess, recognize, not for a lack of trying on my parents' part, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They will constantly like roll their eyes at me when I'm like having these epiphanies now as an adult. Cause they're like, yeah, okay, like we've told you this, but everyone has to learn at their own speed, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, but it's cool that you would like, you know, record in voice notes. I sometimes would try and record on my Walkman, like on my tape, cause mm-hmm. I have little headphones with a like recorder in it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really like get into instruments until like later on when my dad bought me the ukulele. And even though like I had been able to read music and stuff like that throughout my childhood because of chorus and everything else, I never like wrote music music, you Mm -hmm. know, like I never wrote, I guess I wrote some simple chords back in the day for my youth for a song, but it was more just like, oh, this kind of sounds cool in my head. And then I would like forget about it. Gotcha. (laughs) So, you know, yeah. Little tangent there, but it's cool that you, like, had a way to, like, make it a... You made a song. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like, okay, here's an idea. I want to make this. Right. Okay. Right. Right. (laughs) Like, you were doing it. You were just out here making it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you share it with people? Was it a thing that you liked to do in the beginning, or did that come later? So, actually, like, I always wanted to share it with people, but I was too scared to. Like, I would be like, yeah, I write songs, and then, like, never actually show people, even when they're like, show me, like, I want to, I want to hear one or whatever. Like, I just, I was not ballsy at all. Like, the girl that you see today, like, is the girl that, like, my parents saw, but, like, no one else would see. So, um, for me, like, I think songwriting has been the thing that has been, like, the most in the shadows for me. Like, the most, like, gate-kept, um, most, like, in, like, under lock it in the in my room, under my bed kind of thing that I'm, like, slowly putting out there for people to, you know, showing the light, showing the light to it and, and just really, like, stepping into the fact that, yeah, this is who I am and this is, this is what I want to say and this is what I want to do and... Uh, and I'm not just, like, talking about it anymore. I'm really doing it, and I'm really showing you guys what I can do, so. What do you want to say? What does that involve this year? Uh, this year, I'm showing a different side of myself um, that I haven't showed before, which is a, a little bit more of my angry side. <laughs> uh, a little bit more anger, a little bit more. And then also, like, my whimsical nature, I think, um... <clears throat> Like, uh, you guys were able to see that uh, on four letters, how, like, much love I really do have. Like, that song for me, like, feels like so much, like, an explosion of love. Like, to me, that just feels like the love that I want to give to everyone always. And, like, that's why at the end, like, the last chorus, like, goes into a key change. Because I'm, like, just when you thought, like, there was enough love, no, there's, like, even more and it's like you can like feel it even more and like I really wanted to just capture that because that song is so um all-encompassing like full of just gush and and that, honestly that's me like to my core I just I, I just have so much love to give that I was mm-hmm. like okay I really want to make this a, a solid part of my of 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 this project that I'm working on and then this next song that I'm putting out um well not the next but the next after that is a representation of kind of the the guiding light that has been 
pushing me forward in this journey because I think when you're starting out like and you have like zero followers and like no one knows that you play music and um and you don't even know if people are gonna like your stuff I like I I don't particularly look like other people in my genre and like it it really becomes a leap of faith of like can I do this can I like are people gonna care like are people Mm -hmm. gonna listen like and and does it matter if they don't does it matter if they do you know like and there's a lot of that and does it does it matter if if they do yeah well of course it does (laughs) um but I, I I at the same time like it doesn't you know it's like I am doing this craft because I know how much like the person that I'm becoming through it because it is the 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 craft that is making me like face all my demons and face all the things that like maybe I like it, like if I don't believe I'm not good enough or like on the, like a lot of that thing a lot of those ideas and and like self concepts are tied to me uh, in my craft so for me it's like it's making me face all those things like for face first like just with with no reservation so to me it's like even even if I, if like no one were to were to listen, you know, like I I'm still really proud that I am doing the work and I'm not allowing myself to like let it be hidden. Hmm. Uh, I've already mm-hmm. done the hiding. I've already done the like uh, like I'm shy and like I can't, <laughs> I, I don't want you to see yeah. me, like what, I, what I've been working light. on. But yeah, so for me, even just the fact that I'm putting myself out there and being shameless about it is really. Like, I know that, like, 80-year-old me is going to look back and be really proud that I I did that. Because it's it's who you are as a person, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, would you say that it's part of ingrained into your identity? Uh, wh- what exactly? Like, being a musician. Being a musician. Uh, yes, I think mostly being creative is ingrained into my identity. I think being um, in a creative flow and, and really just... Um, seeing like the visions of things that I that I want to make real you know I um I've I've actually just made um, merch that's gonna be coming out this year and I actually yeah I hand drew it myself and um even my logo as an artist I made myself and like I don't have a stylist so I I usually pick out my own clothes but I also want to make sure that it's like in like in in line with with the aesthetic that I'm putting out there and 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 the aesthetic that I want to embody myself so all of that together I think being a musician and being an artist like that kind of like it asks for you to pull from all sides from mm-hmm. the visual the auditory the like just how can I make this experience the best not just for myself but for my audience and for everyone who you know wants to escape reality into La La Land for a little bit. Into La La Land. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know, I love that because I feel like we have similar, you have like La La Land and then I have Mm -hmm. kind of like Planet Sparkle, which is kind of like, you know, in my head, like where I live with my like business and brand. Yeah. We both just live in our own world. No, totally. La Luna Land is real. (laughs) I want to go there. Yes, right? Sparkle family, just when you thought I was done, I have another segment added for you guys this year. If you have followed along with me for any period of time, 
you'll know I am a spiritual person and I love to rely on the tool of tarot to help guide me in my creative ventures and my personal life alike. So every week that I release a podcast, I'm going to pull two cards for the collective for the next few weeks until the next episode comes out. This week we have the Sun and the Nine of Cups. The Sun is a wonderfully amazing card, one of my personal favorites, representing success, radiance, abundance, like we see from the Sun itself. It gives us vitality, it gives us energy, it gives us strength. Bask in its rays. There's joy and happiness around you. There's a lot of fulfillment in this time as well as inspiration. Pay attention to the things that come to you and the people that pop up in this time. The other card is the Nine of Cups. The Nine of Cups talks about self-satisfaction, possibly an emotional journey coming to a close. This could have to do with your personal life or even the emotional journey of a project you've been working on. There could have been a back and forth of the purpose, the meaning of the project or something in your life, a roller coaster of emotions. But there is a new spark, a new page. This can be also a very positive sign for moving forward, especially in tandem with the sun. This can also be known at times as the wish card. So in this time period, really make intentions for the things that you're hoping to call into your life. Happiness and satisfaction are all around. You can also find pictures of the cards and a description on our Instagram at creative footnotes always welcome yes anyone right <laughs> anyone anyone everyone especially people who have never fit into anywhere you guys are especially welcome what's if you had to go if you had a time machine and you went back in time mm-hmm. to little little Lala, little what what's something that you would um say to her i would tell her oh my goodness oh my god i'm gonna cry i would tell her <laughs> to slow down and that she's not supposed to have it figured out at 12 or 13 and, and to allow herself to just like make bad songs and sound bad and like into into just like sound bad but loudly like just be loud you know like don't don't try and like dim your light so other people are not bothered by your light you know it's like like just shine bright and everyone else can wear sunglasses Mm. Um. (laughs) i love that that's a great shine bright and everyone else can wear sunglasses (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) yeah and i would also tell her i'd also tell her to like not be afraid to like go to her adults um and tell them exactly what she wants to do i think for a Mm. while i like i said like i really i didn't really like i told like maybe like one or two close friends that I really wanted to be an an artist and and a songwriter but I didn't I didn't I didn't even tell my mom like I uh she knew I wanted to be an actress (laughs) she knew I wanted Mm -hmm. to act 
Um, and she knew that I, like, would spend a bunch of time, like, practicing on my guitar, like, on YouTube and stuff. But, like, never did I, like, go up there and was like, hey, I want to be a singer-songwriter. Um, can can you help me with that, you know? Um, and so I would, I would tell her to, like, just own up to it and then, like, allow herself to, you know be guided by the adults around her I think I was a little bit too stubborn and I was like I know the way mm. and I was like I can mm-hmm. do it myself and I think that's um, common yeah. at a younger age too so yeah and it's like I, I can do it myself I, I know what I'm doing like you don't know what you're doing you know what I'm saying like it's like um and so I would just like allow I, I would allow I would, I would tell her like like it's okay to, to get help it's okay to you know have someone guide you and 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 teach you lean so. on people yeah yeah and lean on people in in the spirit of the new year mm-hmm. the best my my favorite question just because i feel like we get little moments of wisdom from everyone on the show yeah. but it's also like unprepared wisdom like mm-hmm. no one knows the question beforehand but what is your hope for the whole creative collective for the next year for the entire co- creative collective, oh my goodness. So this is like the message that I've been getting recently is just to freaking own it. Just own it. Own it. Own it. Own your story. Own everything. Like, just like trying to craft like a specific like narrative that you're going to tell the public like or whatever. Like, sure, you can do that. But I, I really right now I'm being called to just own my exact story how mm-hmm. it went and just be raw and real and be like yeah that sucked or like um and just own the fact that yeah I felt that way like yeah I felt like your jokes were stupid and yeah like maybe that's not like the most enlightened thing that I could say but it's also I'm human and I that's how I felt and and standing in that in that without letting someone else be like you shouldn't say that like that's wrong or like you know mm-hmm. and like okay like you can, but also, I think, especially as artists, like, we really need to have, be firm on our voice and know what we want to say and know, like, what is aligning with us and what isn't. So, like, not letting someone else be like, uh, no one's going to like that you said that, you know, and it's just like, okay, but I did. And this is, like, this is exactly what I mean and and mm-hmm. and just owning it. So Standing behind it. Standing behind it. Yeah, and people can feel that. So I think that's a great message. <laughs> so you. see, moments of wisdom. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> but it, honestly, it's, it, it can be a little bit like harder than what it sounds like. You know, like you, you can say like, just own it, you know. But I think there's a lot of fear that comes with that because it, it you can like if, if you're being controversial, like no one like it, it's in our it's in our genes as human beings to not want to be shunned or outcast right. or or you know exiled from the tribe so like the the feelings of of nervousness and the feelings that you're gonna die are so real like the feelings that like oh my god like if i post this like i'm just it's gonna be the death of me and like you know those feelings are real but just like pushing past it if it's something that you truly believe i think it's really the the message for the collective that i am getting absolutely wonderful my goodness Well, thank you so much for joining me on the first 
episode of hey. season two of Creative Footnotes. Yeah. Thank and you. Thank you where, so much. Where can the masses find you on social media? Oh my goodness. The masses can find me everywhere at Music by Lala. Except on YouTube, that's Lala Luna Music. <laughs> and you also can go to my website, musicbylala.com. That is that should be launching. It's already out, but I haven't like told anyone. But you can definitely find all my stuff there. <laughs> hey, there you go, um, exclusive. Yeah, and you can pre-save my song "Good Riddance" that is coming out so soon. Do you yeah. have a date picked? I don't have a date picked. Okay, so stay on the edge of your seats. Go pre-save stay, that. Stay on the edge of. And her accounts are also tagged on the Creative Footnotes Instagram. Yes, so you can find her that way as well. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you so much, Lala. And I can't wait to see also what we make together this year. For real. Happy New Year's, everyone. We'll see you in a few weeks.